Many betting sites are starting to come out with their predictions for Coach of the Year and other awards. Matt Eberflus has the third best odds, according to PointsBet, to win Coach of the Year. We're going to talk about what Matt Eberflus realistically have to do to be in that conversation. We're also going to talk about the Bears' uh, contract details of their new players that they've signed in free agency this year so far. We're also going to talk about the, the Bears' biggest need still being in the trenches. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Uh, and you can follow me right off the top if you choose to do so at CEO Hayes, that's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Um, and if you want to choose uh, to follow the show, you can do so at Shy Bears Central. Now, let's get into it. So according to points bet, Matt Eberflus has the third best odds and chances of winning coach of the year. Now, this is pretty wild considering he's that high up on a team that was um, that was three and 14 last season. It still has quite a bit of work to do in the offseason, but more so than focus on betting. Many of you guys do know if you've been following the channel for a while. I don't bet, but, you know, if you do bet, there you go right now. Uh, it looks like with him having the third the third uh, shortest odds uh, to win the award, it's if a $100 bet would net you $1,400. If he does win it. So there you go on that one. Um, but realistically, what would the Bears have to do? What would the team have to accomplish for this team to potentially win or the Matt Eberflus to be in the conversation for coach of the year? And really looking at it, considering we were three and fourteen last season, considering, you know, Justin Fields in the season that, you know, he had, and even the fact that he got a couple of MVP MVP votes as well, what would Eberflus have to do to get in that conversation? The way that I look at it is at minimum. The Bears would have to win about nine games. Nine to ten games, I think, could realistically get the Bears in that, depending on the season that they've had. Because if you look at the growth, um, if, you know, Justin Fields definitely has one of the better seasons as a quarterback, maybe gets into that MVP conversation again. But the Bears have a dominant defense, um, that a real stifling defense, which we still got work to do in the trenches on both sides of that. But I think those are the kind of things, and that was the, that would be the number of games that Matt Eberflus would have to win to really get in that conversation personally. Now, it could be off on that. We could see the Bears have a great season. Maybe it's eight or nine wins. Maybe they sneak into the wild card. But I definitely think you have to be talking about a Bears team that has between uh, uh, nine and ten wins, probably even more than that, uh, looks really dominant in their division, has a dominant performance from either the defense, Justin Fields, or you know a combination of the offense and defense, and a team that then goes into the playoffs. Even though the play, it's a regular season award, but you'd also have a team that is a surefire playoff team in that right as well so you know anything's possible and especially when you're coming from a team that may do the turnaround that we hope to see the Bears have in this season and Matt Eberflus's second season as as head coach but I think more than likely if I'm just being honest if we're gonna get uh head coach Matt Eberflus in conversations for that maybe that's more of a year three thing in my opinion I I look at first year setting the groundwork uh first year setting the groundwork second season putting the league on notice to say hey no we are here, and we're going to be a threat in this league for a while. And then third season is kind of when it all comes together. Uh, it, that's just if I had to guess. But it, it, like I said, it's not out, outside the realm of possibility. We still have to see really what this team is going to do with the trenches before we're re- we can really say uh, for sure just how to. Like, I'm not doing any predictions of wins and losses. I, I know on yesterday's live stream we did react to uh, some of the win and loss predictions for the Bears coming out. But it's way too early for me personally to feel comfortable at giving any type of win-loss uh, predictions just because there's so much left on this team that we need to address. So, you know, I mean, it's it, it's just it, – it doesn't put in a – in a, I don't think it would be fair to try to do those type of predictions for a team that, you know, has some 
glaring needs that still need to be addressed and haven't been addressed in maybe the way that we'd hope up until this point. But again, Matt Eberflus still has a lot of time left. Uh, they've done great in free agency so far. I like a lot of the deals that they've done. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what ends up that turns into for the Bears. But we got we got work to do. We have work to do. It's not done yet. I don't think many people uh, think or assume or have us in this place where, oh, the Bears don't have to do much. No, we got a lot that we still need to address um, in this free agency. And, you know, hopefully the Bears are up to the test of doing it. Um, I think that they will be. And I think that we're going to be looking at a team personally that, you know, we that uh, it, d- during the season we're like, hey, no, our team is competing. Our team that was in a lot in a few games last season um, and just didn't and just couldn't execute down the stretch to, good enough to win those games. They have talent here. And, you know, a lot of the talent that we brought in, we now have details on those contracts. We had a little bit of the details, but now we got the details fully. For example, uh, uh, DJ Moore, who we who we traded, um, three-year deal, uh, 60, $61.88 million. Uh, you know, 41, of the, $41 million of that is guaranteed. His base salary uh, next season is going to be $19.96 million. He's a cap hit force of next season of $20.16 million, so look out for that. TJ Edwards, right? Uh, he, a uh, three-year deal, $19.5 million, $7.9 million guaranteed, $4.5 million of that is a signing bonus. In, in 2023, his base salary would be $1.9 million with that $4.5 million um, uh, salary bonus. So he's actually uh, a cap hit of us for $5 million um, next season. Solid there. Tremaine Edmonds, the biggest contract up here, four years, $72 million. $50 million of that is guaranteed. He has a $9.75 million signing bonus on that as well. His base salary is $2.4 uh, next season. Uh, with that signing bonus, that brings his cap hit to $14.68 million. Still, our cap hits are still less than Roquan. you got to throw that in. Guard Nate Davis, he signed a three-year deal worth $30 million with 19.25 of that guaranteed. His salary for 2023 is $2.5 million. He carries a cap hit next season of $6.5 92 million dollars. Demarcus Walker, uh, three years, 21 million, 15.65 million of that is guaranteed. Uh, he has a base salary of 3.7 million dollars. He has a workout bonus as well of 50 thousand dollars and a roster bonus of 20 million dollars. His cap hit 6.41 million dollars. And uh, de- uh, defensive tack- tackle Billings, a uh, cap hit of si- uh, 2.69 million dollars. He signed a one year deal, 2.75 million with 2.3 of that uh, million guaranteed. And he has an 875000 um signing bonus and a workout bonus of $100,000. Um, and then Donta Foreman, a cap hit of $2 million. He signed that one-year deal worth $2 million with $1 million guaranteed, but he's a $2 million cap hit for us. Uh, Robert Tanyan, a $2.65 million cap hit, or that one-year $2.65 million deal. And then Travis Homer, $1.77 million on a cap hit. He signed a two-year $4 million deal. So there you go. Those are where everyone shakes out for the Chicago Bears as far as the guaranteed money, things like that. Again, I think Ryan Poles has done a pretty solid job with these contracts, but we still got needs to address in the offseason. And right now, the Bears' biggest needs, as we know, we uh, offense, defensive line, whatever you rank more than the other, we need to address both in a meaningful way. One of the biggest things that is a need in Matt Eberflus's system is a dominant three-tech. That is why you saw the Chicago Bears go after Larry Ogunjobi last season. That would have been the biggest contract that Ryan Poles gave out last season at all. It ended up getting voided because of his injury concerns. Um, So we need that three-tech. And where you find that three-tech is going to be important. We got a really good one-tech in Andrew Billings. Good good, good position there. I feel like he's going to do pretty good for us. But we need to do something on the interior defensive line and the defensive end. And this is a draft in which those trenches could be addressed 
very well. Like, let's be clear. Could could be addressed solidly for the Chicago Bears. A lot of solid defensive linemen in this draft, even in the later rounds. And then when you look at the Bears and how they have that 61 and 63rd pick, uh, they have a lot of po- a possibility to do the things that we need them to do in this draft. But then the offensive line. We got Braxton Jones last season, and he's right now projected in, uh, to be the starting left tackle. So that means we still need a right tackle more likely than anything. I know you can you can possibly move him and do some things around. This is why you heard the Bears being interested um, in 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 uh, Mike McGlinchey before uh, before he ended up signing with the Denver Broncos for a huge deal. So that is still a position of need for us overall as well. We need to address that offensive line, maybe even get some more depth there. I do think moving Cody White here is going to be the move there. And then, you know, the Bears are going to look at at doing something. And the benefit of it is there is so there are some really, really good tackles um, in this upcoming draft. And not tackles that, you, that you're just settling on either. There are some tackles in this in, upcoming in this draft that could be starters for the Bears day one. Of course, you all know Paris Johnson, right? We all know what Paris Johnson could mean for this team. We know what, what signing him in, what he could be for a fit-wise. A lot, a lot up there gets fixed by that alone. Paris Johnson is one that you definitely know that the Bears are going to be looking at there, but there are also other offensive tackles in this draft. This is a good position that the Bears can have to really fill this hole in the short term and the long term. The biggest question is, is will they, right? Well, I don't even think the question is will they, it's who are they going to draft? You got Paris Johnson, you got Broderick Jones, who's also there. You've, of course, got Peter Sikronsky. I know I'm probably killing his name, but the Bears have the opportunity to fix up and shore up that position that is a position of need for this team drastically. And, you know, that would go a long way as well. It's going to be hard to predict how good this offense is, how how what, how what creative Luke Getze is going to get uh, with play calling. It's going to be interesting in all, in all those aspects. But we've got to shore up that offensive line. And the draft is seemingly where the Bears are going to do that damage at. And they, and they can do a lot worse with that. We have a lot of potential offensive and defensive linemen in this draft so while I know a lot of you guys are impatient I know you a lot of, a lot of you guys share doubt still around this team and that is all a hundred percent understandable with how much work we still need to do on the trenches areas for this team but it can be fixed in the draft it can or we can get the depth there in the draft we, we just got to do it and we got to see what this team's going to do I think and as the as we go through this process more and more I think more and more that Paris Johnson's probably going to be the pick there. Everything's just kind of aligning in that way. I know some Bears fans are still holding out hope that we're going to draft JSN in that in that area as well. But you know, they, everything isn't going to be fixed this year. And and I know it's harder to hear patience than than want to get things right. Then especially when you feel like you see people who can be the the the, 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 the can solve that issue for the Bears. But we got to go through this process. We got to go through the offseason. And Ryan Poles has earned my trust to a degree. Is it blind trust? No. Do I have the thing where I'm just going to say, oh, no, Ryan Poles is just going to fix this? We don't have to worry about it because we got Poles. No, you still got to show me how you're going to change and and fix the holes that we have on this team. But at least what he's doing so far has has given earned some faith for me, at least. And I know a lot of the members of this panel here on this channel as well. But you guys can tell us how you feel down below. That is it for today's episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, bear down, y'all. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.